So this is busy, eh? This yeah. this is packed. This is oh, a pretty typical average day at Kōpere. Is it? I mean, how many people in there have we got? Tipui, about 100? Bordering maybe 50, 60 people that Maori have come to, from the Māori Land Court that have come to um, have a hui in our hauora today because yep. we also have conference rooms here that are available to groups like that as well. Um, so we're just around in the training area at the moment, which is just kind of to the side of the marae. So we have um, a smaller conference room in here, that's our accounts department, and we're just going to head round to the training area. We also have a kōhanga, which is yes, I saw um, that. on the side of our marae, coming from the front. Kia ora koutou, ko te puia Morgan tōku ingoa, ko taupiri te maunga, ko waikato te awa, ko tainui te waka, ko waikato te iwi. Kia ora, so that's me. Um, I... Hail from the mighty Waikato, but I am been living in Wanuamata for the last uh, 24, nearly 25 years. Um, I've been employed at Kōkiri, Marae, Haura and Social Services for the last three years, um, and I've taken on a new role as the budgeting coordinator for um, social services, so I also do um, budget advising as well. In terms of your mahi, you've been here for three years. What what background do you have? Where oh, you... okay. So um, before that, I was before I came here to Kōkiri, I was um, I was doing cares for the elderly actually, mm. and then before that, I was doing um, home help for ACC. I was um, helping clients that had been um, you know injured themselves and were off on on ACC. So I'd go in and pretty much look after them mm. as well. So that was sort of the background that I had. Before that, um, I was at home with my children um, until they were at oh. school. Yep. And then, um, yeah, and then I kind of moved out into the workforce. Um, I was studying as well, so I've done um, a year of Mātauranga Māori at um, Te Wānanga Rākawa, which I think helped me get into this mahi as well. Cause it, what did you st- Oh, Mātauranga Māori, aye. sorry, yeah. So... Um, yeah, being Marae based here at Kōkiri, um, having, you know, a, a pretty good foundation in, in Māori and tikanga mm. and te reo. I have basic te reo, but, um, yeah, it helps, you know, to for us to mahi with our whānau as well. So, and just with you describing your mahi, it seems as though you've always had direct contact, kānohi ki te kānohi, with people. Aye. For me, anyway, it was just a bonus being able to come back and and work with my own people. Um, With the other jobs that I was doing, you know, I was um, worked with lots of different people, lots of different different different, yeah, um, yep, um, Dutch, um, you know, Asians, yep, everybody, you know, anyone that was. in, in need of care, really. So um, the elderly, I really enjoyed. Um, I think the older you get, you either have um, a lot of sense of humour, or you turn into a grumpy old person. So, <laughs> so you one end yeah, of the yeah. spectrum or the other. That's eh? right. But you know, it gave me variety. I eh, put in in my in my mahi that I was doing with them. Oh, kia ora. Hi, Poya. Her role as a budget advisor means that she deals with a range of people. 
different ages, from different backgrounds and different cultures. Some with mum and dad working, families, and others who are reliant on a benefit. And it just so happens that today she's scheduled in a budgeting session. Including food. Okay, so maybe we need to have a look at um, your entitlements. Have you asked working income about no, what you receive? No, no, because no, I'm too shy. Oh, okay. okay. Oh, that's okay. Now, I've just moved here and I moved from Gisborne. Now, when I was in Gisborne, I was paying rent of $200 a week. Okay. Now, my benefit. The budgeting session lasts for about 10 minutes and Te Puya's client knows her incomings and outgoings in detail. After jotting down some notes and numbers, Te Puya gives a brief outline of what the next session will entail. Oh, cool. Oh, well, thank you for you know um, sharing all that with me. So what I think we need to do now is maybe you need to bring in um, a bank statement Okay. Um, preferably a month's worth, so that's four weeks' worth of um, bank statements, just okay. so I can um, check the payments that are going out of your bank. Uh, we can also have a look at what your bank fees are. Do you know what they are? Are oh, you on a set rate? No. Okay. But they average, see, like last, or this month, at the turnover of this month and last month, I was like minus $34 because my bank fees, which are done at the end of every month, the first of every month, came to $26. All right. Well, we'll just have to, well, we can have a look at that actually because then there might be areas that we might be able to um, cut down, like while your bank fees are like that. So if you're using your card at different ATM machines, you get charged for that. Uh, if you're using phone banking after so many, phone calls you'll get charged for that as well. Um, walking in and using the service and talking to a teller you also get charged for that as well. Nice. So there's different places you know that we could look at on on your bank statement of where you could save money yeah. and it's a good way for you to actually you know look at tracking your money as well like we you know because sometimes we forget where we you know might do an FPOS here and an FPOS there and well, Forget I, about those I, I tried to cut that down um, by using my card only once a week and taking out everything that I need right there and then. Great. Okay, so that's once a week. Uh, we'll also look at check into your entitlements. Uh, generally, those that are on sickness benefit will also receive disability allowance. They go hand in hand. Mm. Well, I'm not saying that I don't, but I'm saying that I don't think so. Because, okay, well, know, we'll know that once we get your benefit but, yeah. breakdown. Okay. Okay. Um, and I think that's it. So at our oh, next meeting, we'll sit down and we'll be able to actually work on, on oh, your budget. Oh, that's great, Tapoya. That's really great. Thank you. Okay, you're I'll welcome. Be... So when, when's our next Bye. appointment? <laughs> because I need to like, do so, this real quick. <laughs> so as soon as you get all the documentation, we can actually sit down and go through your budget. So as oh. soon as you get all your paperwork together, give me a call or text me and yeah. I'll ring you back and then we can arrange a arrange an appointment from there. Oh, thank Can't you. I? Thank you. Oh. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Thanks. <laughs> Have a good day. So Te Pui, we just finished having a, 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 a normal budget consultation with one of your clients here. Um, is that does that is that the norm? Is that what usually happens? Is that what you deal with daily? Uh, yes, absolutely. So um, that's a pretty mild situation for... She knew her stuff, partner. eh? She knew her stuff inside and out. Absolutely. 
Absolutely, and this is that's exactly what happens too. You know, once they know, um, when when we know how much we're getting, um, and then trying to stretch that over all our bills, um, that's the stressful part because we know we don't actually get enough. So it's about trying to um, reduce the stress first, and mm. um, as part of the alternative of. You know, us looking at other ways of maybe, um, like with her bank stuff, you know, we could look at getting stuff reduced there, um, her payments back to work and income. But um, because she's emotionally attached to that money, um, that's why everything just sounds really serious um, at the time. And for me, it's easier because I'm the person on the outside just looking in. And I, that's I think right. that's, yeah, that's where we're able to, um, as advisors, make suggestions to mm. Fano about, you know, how we could try and look at things and address them in a different way and just try to calm it down a bit. That's and how all. what I really liked about it is that, you know, you weren't um, finger-pointing. You were just like, yeah, you know, very you were very calm. You understood the figures. You had a piece of, you know, writing everything down. So you must have to learn to not preach in a way but just understand what they're going through um absolutely because everybody's different you know everybody comes in with their different um with their different issues you know my part of my job my mahi is to um to listen to what whanau have to say and from that i'll decipher um the important bits of information that i think um, i can help them with because not all the you know all the issues i can help them with some of them are more social issues but and you I'm mean also, smoking? You mean oh, absolutely, yeah. So the yep. smoking, um, you Money, know, buying smokes. Yep. yep. So with Fano are struggling um, because they are buying cigarettes and stuff. I try to talk to them about reducing, and then I also talk to them about, um, you know, maybe looking at um, the Okati Kai Papa team here at Kokiri uh, to help them through that journey as well. And that can backfire, right? Eh, because um, you did mention a little while ago that. Oh, just before that, they could actually say, hey, who are you to tell me to stop smoking? Who do yeah. you think you are? So how do you handle that situation? Uh, oh, okay. So, yeah, sometimes when I make um, some suggestions to Fano about the changes that they could make to um, help them financially, yes, obviously sometimes they don't like those suggestions yeah. and they do get a bit antsy about it. But, um, you know, I just pretty much reassure them again that you know hey it's just a suggestion um just something to think about because at the end of the day um it's their money it's not mine i'm just there to try and i feed the family and give them um some some different uh different ways of looking at how they spend their money Mm. so it's like painting a picture for them because i think um not just fun. Most of us don't actually look at the way we spend our money. I know because, man, when I go in my internet banking <laughs> and look through my statements, just like, oh, yeah, I wonder what I spent. It's so horrendous sometimes. Yep. You know, wages in, then it's like all oh, these unnecessary coffees. <laughs> and, geez, it does mount up. I mean, when you go through a bank statement of a client, do you go, oh, actually, yeah, they could decrease, they could cut down on coffees, they Absolutely. could cut down and take away food. Absolutely. So a lot of the whānau that we work with... Um, when I look at a bank statement, this is something I've learnt just through this mahi I've been doing. Um, I can pretty much read your whole life of what you've done in a month, in the yep. last four weeks. Um, you know, it just shows me you went from one shop to another, what you spent at those shops, and I could probably guess, um, you know, what you're spending your money on in those shops. Uh, and then when I see this, the, the bank statement stating how much you spend in a supermarket, 
you know, it's just not adding up. Mm. So, Especially then you've got, um, you may be going, hitting the pack and safe to do your weekly shop, plus on top of that, eh? Yep, all so, the little stops. So you go to the bakery on a payday in the morning and you're spending $30 there. Then you're paying for something at school, so that's obviously maybe fees or an activity that's happening for one of your um, tamariki. And then you've got... Um, Friday night fish and chips. Absolutely. <laughs> and then Saturday um, lunchtime McDonald's. And then, you know, just all these little... All the little stuff. And especially if you're using um, different ATM machines, all the, the fees that are added on top of that too, it's like, whoa. You know, people aren't actually um, paying attention to the way they spend their money. So um, next appointment, she'll bring back the bank statements, you'll go through it with a fine-tooth comb and then go from there? Um, yep, so she'll come back, we'll go through all her documentation. Um, from there, I'll be able to make phone calls as well to creditors, to the bank, um, to maybe make an appointment or even do an inquiry just over the phone because that's all it takes, eh, mm. is just ask the question, did you know why? Why do I have to pay this much? Why am I? Um, why is my bank in negative all the time? You just gotta, yeah, ask the question, and also just checking out her entitlements with work and income as well, um, because I'm pretty sure she's she's entitled to a few right. other things there. So, yeah, asking the question again. So, on average, Tipuia, how long would one client, in terms of work hours, would would you work through from start middle? stuff to the end how long would that take you is it a week or? generally uh i'd like to think once i've made contact with them arranged our first appointment uh and then meet up again i try to do that within the first week and then but each session that i sit down with them can be yeah anywhere from an hour and a half to maybe three or four hours depending on um their situation yeah, yeah that's right their situation so I've had a few people come in to do um, applications for hardship with uh, maybe their bank or a finance company or an application for um, hardship under their KiwiSaver, which is huge. There's lots of paperwork involved with those. So, mm. yeah, they're usually my longest, maybe two to three hours. And that might be a couple of sessions. So. <laughs> yeah. Wow, so it just varies from person to person. Yeah, yeah. Well, it varies on um, the situation. So, you know, if a whanau just want a budget to um, get a food grant yep. at Work and Income and they've got all their documentation there, I can just, you know, write out their budget for them and they're on their way. That's probably less than an hour. But for some others that have um, a big story that goes behind their financial situation... Um, yeah, they could take anywhere between an hour to two hours. Do you see people who are not only reliant on wins, benefits, but are also working? Um, absolutely. That yeah. seems to be um, really common now. So my general work hours are, you know, nine to five, um, but I'm actually doing more after-hours visits now with whānau that are working. So I might meet whānau at 5.36 o'clock um, and sit down and try and... It, it, it's quite intense too because of their time limits right, as yeah. well. So, you know, I might be there for a couple of hours and we're just trying to work really hard on um, on their you know, yeah. Yeah, when when they don't have wins issues to deal with, but the, the type of person seeking budget advice, for example, would they have a mortgage? Oh, like, yep, absolutely. So, um, mortgage repayments. Um, usually, whānau that uh, might have had a. Ch- 
you know, a child come into their care, so they're dealing with IRD, um, you know, just those sorts of things as well. But at the moment, I've got a lot of whanau that are working who are wanting to apply for um, KiwiSaver hardship, actually, because they've just got behind in, in so many of their bills, and they can't go to WINS to get help because That's they right. earn too much. But they still struggle like the rest of us. So... Um, yeah, I'm seeing more and more of that. Actually, I think it's a sign of the times. Even right. middle class are um, struggling. Maybe the government might have to, you know, rethink what's going on. Because um, I'm not sure if, yeah, not there's not that many happy families out there anymore. Mm. When they're supposed to be middle class families, um, trying to look after themselves, but they're just struggling financially because everything's going up to a. Is it a rewarding job for you? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. At times it um, can be frustrating, especially if uh, you're trying to um, support a whānau that don't make the changes <laughs> because they're the ones that always keep coming back. And But that, right. you know, that can also be a seen as a generational thing as well, you know, the reliance on work and income. Um, Housing New Zealand, they're the... They have, they just have this facado that they're entitled to these things and they're not willing to make the changes for themselves. So, yeah, it's that that's hard. That's the hardest yeah, part. But it's great to see Farno that um, you know, are doing Christmas club and are trying really hard to better themselves and their own Farno. So yeah, um, that's the rewarding part when Farno actually get on to um, the suggestions that you make and then you see them, um, the happy recipients at the end, really. Because I, I just had a whanau yesterday that said to me, um, wow, you know, I've stopped using the trucks and I put my money on to um, pack and save Christmas club and and I've got like 200 and something dollars in mm. there, I can't wait for Christmas, you know, that sort of stuff. So great positive um, outcomes, you know, when whanau actually get it and it just makes me feel great.